Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits <laughs> here at the Recycle Garage in, are we calling it sunny Santa Cruz? It's cold as shit. Sunny, sunny, blustery Santa Cruz. <laughs> it was, it was it blustery today. The wind had, was blowing. We had rain this morning. We had rain. It was nice. Not, not enough rain to flood the streets so I could try that uh, underwater riding like in that video I posted on the Recycle page. Did you guys see that? I did. It's the Moto Bandito Snorkel Kit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the completely submerged motorcycle riding through a street. I'm not sure. It was pretty cool. I can see that they had a hose for the exhaust, but I don't know how they're handling the intake. Um, Must have had some kind of snorkel. Magic. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go and knock. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was going for a while, too. It wasn't just a short clip. I can't imagine how much faster he could have cut through the water with a better fairing. Oh. <laughs> how many gallons per mile can you get with a better fairing? <laughs> Question. They, so, they cut through space and time. So. <laughs> hey, everyone. Let's start with who's here in the garage tonight. This is Eliza. What's all? Next to me running the board, we got Zach. I exist. And over sitting below me is Nock. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> That's basically the mood he's in. <laughs> and then over on the couch. Is this your first time on the couch, Mike? No, it's not. Uh, usually we put the pretty girls there, but we made an exception <laughs> for you. I put on makeup today. <laughs> <laughs> Next to that, we got Jim. Shout out to Sheila. And then returning after a long hiatus from us is Bagel. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and then we got new guy Charlie. Hi. Who just fucking new guy? I had to ask him in the in the car yesterday. I'm like, where did you come from? Yeah, you just appeared one day. I don't know where it's you like came from. It's like every time you turn around, he's there. I just fucking appear and then just never, never from under a away. mushroom. You're in the toilet. He's in the shower. If we have time, we'll get to get to know Charlie because I don't know shit about Charlie really. I asked, he, he I asked him yesterday, yesterday. Where'd you come from? He goes, oh, I rode from my house. I'm like. <laughs> Not what I meant. <laughs> so let's talk about what we did today. We had a big week of events. Let's talk about what we did today because a couple people got stuff done. So, um, Mike, Yo. you worked on your bike today. Yes, I did. I um, I uh, changed the chain, put more orange on it. And uh, you did. Yeah, I got an orange chain for the bike. Four more horsepower. Yeah, I couldn't find an orange sprocket, but I, uh, you know, they only had gold, but I was like, that's too rich for my blood. You could just paint the sprocket. Yeah, I was thinking that. Oh, I could powder coat it. Anyway, even just spray paint it. No, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) That looked way too tacky. Yeah, that would look tacky. I don't, you know what I mean? A little class for pumpkin. Yeah, a little bit. So, how did it go? Um, it was a little frustrating. It was actually pretty straightforward. Charlie uh, did the same job last week, mm-hmm. and that's uh, kind of my style. Is if you're doing it, I'm fucking doing it. You know, <laughs> uh, that's why pretty much my entire bike's like that. You know, like I found out he was getting a color chain. I'm getting a color chain. <laughs> you know, was, so who's got, got the Christmas bar. lights? Nobody's got the Christmas lights yet. I'm, so I'm, so uh, you're yeah. saying the whole thing went well, went smooth? 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How lost movie. <laughs> what, no. what actually happened though? Okay, so because there was at least eight times you had me, you called me to come out there. You know what it was? Listen, it's not the it was, the reason why I asked you to come out was just because I wanted you to see how awesome of a job I was doing. <laughs> okay, no, so so I, you know what? I was just worried. I, I didn't want to be driving away and my fucking tire fell off. So this is what happened. Charlie did it last week, and, you know, it was a good idea. Somebody said, you know, like two months ago I should do my chain, and I just hadn't gotten around to doing it. I think it was knock. Um, so I said, fuck it. I ordered it, and I was hoping it'd come in today. So uh, it did, and uh, I brought it in. And luckily Charlie showed up because I got to tell you, Charlie's done more help with me on my bike today than I've done with anybody in this garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. So, uh, the problems that I had? Yeah. Uh, what lessons did you learn on this? <clears throat> well, first you were having trouble getting... Pay a mechanic. That's the lesson <laughs> I fucking learned. <laughs> you were, you Don't were ask at... Liza for help. That's the other lesson. <laughs> that's, that's the first that's step. That's number one. Hey. Don't ask Liza for help. Because if you get through the mocking <laughs> and, the, and the cold shoulder... I want to hear about this, When though. you call me out and say, why can't I get my wheel aligned and you're just tightening one side but not the other <laughs> listen i'm like the pretty ugly girl you know what i mean like i'm always asking you get ask zach I so that zach yeah it was an eye roll and like well you need yes, to did. loosen the other side <laughs> dude zach was getting so pissed he was like uh, what the fuck did you say to i don't me? know i'm sitting there trying to do stuff and they're like hey hey is, is this tightness good i was like no it's too tight and like, you know, go back, pick up and pick up the wrench again. As soon as I pick it up and touch the bolt, like, hey, is this good? I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's still too tight. <laughs> but I'm persistent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always you get my man. Yes, you are. You need to so, persistently read the factory service manual. That's what you need to do. So I was getting the Zach overflow when you were getting pissed off. Then yeah, when me. Zach was fuming, I said, all right, let me go ask, uh, ask Liza. She I looks like she's do, not bro. doing anything. So. No, I'm just kidding. You were doing something. Uh, so, hey, all right, so here's so, the problem. And I didn't understand, too, when you said um, you had everything together. You had it tightened up. You had it adjusted. And even Zach said, we tightened the axle down as hard as we could, but there was still play in the wheel like you're missing a spacer. But then we looked at the diagram from your bike. There, You had all the spacers and everything in intact so then you're like yo well, what, listen, what do i do the so, wheel listen. is loose I'm no, 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 no. I, I, first of all I, let me let me just let me say something technical here all right let me just straighten this shit out the, the first of all i watched a video you know what i'm saying so i'm a professional <laughs> i have no idea where considering, this is going. considering the everything that was said in the last like five minutes i don't know if you're qualified <laughs> to say anything technical yeah, let me tell you something <laughs> i guess professional is a relative term yeah this this is what happened all right so i watched a video and i'm watching this lady do this thing and and i'm like all right she's making a bunch of mistakes i could do it better and i did <laughs> so the, one of the first things that i realized was that um you got to loosen up the nuts just like if you were changing a tire on a car is that you want to kind of break the bolts before you start uh, you know, getting things where they can move. So mm -hmm. that's the first thing I did is I started disassemble the rear hugger. Um, I broke the bolts on the back tire, and then I broke the large 32 millimeter bolt on the front sprocket. And then I started to disassemble it and pull the tire off. So it actually made things a little bit easier. Um, and then I loosened things up. And once I actually got them off, I could just pull the bolts off pretty easily. So that was the first thing that I, I found was a little bit, uh, I guess, thinking ahead. And uh, the problem that I ran into is when... Um, we got the chain back on. It, it seemed like it was a little short. And I think that the axle rod was going in crooked is what the problem was. Because when we pretty much had it assemble and I would, I'd start uh, 
tightening up the chain and uh, tightening up the the rear. Um, what do you call those fucking things? Adjusters. Chain yeah. adjuster, axle tension, adjuster, tension. tension. Yeah. yeah. I started tightening them up. I would get the chain where I wanted. It'd be perfect. And I'd look on the other side, and the fucking tire would be all the way to the back or all the way to the front or yeah. where it's yeah. yeah. It's always one of the two. Yeah. So uh, I, I couldn't figure it out, and then there was like a over over almost a half inch gap on the right side, and. Um, and I was just losing my shit, you know, because then Zach said, oh, it's probably a spacer. And I'm like, don't even fucking say that to me. <laughs> so I, and I was like, I don't want to pull this fucking thing off again. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like a two pump chump. You know, I'm done. You know what I mean? If it ain't going in, I'm, I want to kick the bike over. That's what Zach says when he's tired of getting asked questions. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I think you're missing one part. It's a, it's a spacer, bro. I'm yeah. going to go back to what I'm doing. Yeah, figure it out. He's like, that'll give me a half an hour. Actually, no I'm pretty questions. sure what I did was like, here's the manual. See if you're missing a part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. So you, you asked me, and I said, I don't know, um, put it all back together, because you had taken it apart to make well, listen, sure let, you let weren't me, missing anything. Look, no, so, no. so hold on. You I said, punched so put me it, in the nuts yesterday, oh, hold on, and we'll then get you to stuck that. a penny in my so, asshole today. <laughs> I so I really I didn't did. want to ask you for By the way, don't help. touch the penny on the floor there. That's an ass penny. Oh. Um, so I said, well, just reassemble it so I can see what might be missing. And then I didn't hear from you again. It, apparently, it went together right. What? Changed. I be honest with you, I can't tell you. I, I, you know, I went over, I looked at everything, all the spaces were exactly where they needed to be. It seemed like everything was going good. And what I did was I loosened up all the uh, tension adjusters, like completely all the way backed out. And I just started over from the beginning. It's basically, I, I feel like maybe it was. And then what I did was I didn't put the axle bolt or anything on the other side. I just let it just sit there the way it was. And I tensioned everything, um, got the chain slack the way I wanted to, and set the other tension on the other side. Uh, to to be perfect, so left and right was pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. And once I got them both right there, that's when I put the axle bolt back on. I tightened it up to spec, and uh, everything just kind of went in perfectly the way it was. And I, I think the problem was that I put the washer and the axle bolt on. Um, and so every time I would, you know, the the wheel would go up or to on the left side a little bit, it would go back on the right side. Yeah. Or, or it would stop at a point because the washer nut would let it stop. So once it could move freely, it made things go a little easier. The easiest thing that I had to do is take the sprockets off, put them on. Uh, the most difficult thing, uh, the time consuming thing was um, putting the chain back together. Mm -hmm. uh, and the most fucking pain in the ass thing was adjusting it in the back, which it shouldn't Oops. be that difficult. Shit. So it's got more orange. That's really all that matters. I don't even think I need a new chain. I just it was orange. <laughs> and now it's oh, so. Well, let me let me. So uh, how does it ride? Orange oh, that motherfucker. It's like a dreamsicle. Yeah, I feel like Cinderella. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I'm getting ready with my glass slippers. I got a I got a dress in the back of my trunk. You can slip. I already tried it on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a glass cock ring for you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> gross. No, I think Ew. I saw Zach with it. Why do today. you have a glass cock ring? That's my question. Why does she have like a seven foot dildo in this goddamn garage? <laughs> well, come over here. We're going to show you. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a prop. So, <laughs> Speaking Zach, of chains and sprockets. Yeah. Did you got some stuff done today. I did. Uh, what did I do? Uh, you did a lot of shit. Oh, you put Electrical? some new mirrors on. Oh, I put new mirrors on. I had. Um, oh, did you put the funky lights on? The headlight. That shit looks cool, man. Oh it no, the headlight cool. I did Monday. Yeah, the, the headlight I um, 
<laughs> I tried to put a headlight on last week, so I think. let's talk about because I agree it looks good. At first, I was not... I didn't think it was a good decision to pull off the intact headlight fairing assembly that was functioning and that had all your gauges and everything. That's ugly, though. <clears throat> but it's it also, functioning. It also... What crashed a weekend or two ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that yeah. D- didn't damage the fairings or anything. Well, you to, pull, had a fly to side. pull that off and then to put a '70s headlight bucket on, so you're you're not gonna have as good of a light. I mean, yeah, it's but, it's all right. Knock, uh, did you get to see his bike yet? I saw it because uh, it's got a big old honking headlight. It's on got it. a big yeah, '70s chrome headlight, but I didn't realize the triple trees are like backwards on. Uh, the, no, it's that the the, the angle well, of the triple tree uh, of the forks in relation to that. No, they don't. But in relation to the steering head, is really really shallow. Okay, so the, yeah. the forks are a lot closer to the steering head Tell than the they truth. would be on that. And so when I put on the MGO mounts that we had mm-hmm. on the CB900, they weren't long enough yeah. to give the headlight enough clearance. If my steer, if my uh, ignition key wasn't where it was, it would have clearance. But so I needed to make longer mounts, and so that's what I did on Monday. Was made um, longer mounts. <laughs> I made them out of diamond plate, and then they look pretty badass. Used U bolts to like nice. connect them to the forks, but <laughs> they work. And, it, and yeah, we had some thick diamond plate here yeah. that works, and um, not the the thin sheets you you can get, but yeah, some some actual thing that came off a truck. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a question. <clears throat> Would it be fucked up if we installed LEDs on someone's bike without telling them, and then we went for a ride and just kept turning them on while they were riding? That's yeah. knocking about an hour. But but that's like, <laughs> you'll, you'll do it anyways, because it is fucked up. No, but it's awesome, though. And then, like, all of a sudden, they're riding, and it's just things just, like, fucking strobe lighting and shit while they're going. They're like, what the fuck? Just wait until they I, get close to a cop, and then turn on the red and blue Totally. Ones. Right. <laughs> just make the fucking thing flash. I think if you just put it, like, where the instrument cluster is, so just some <laughs> random, like, white... One LED and just had it start flashing and freak them out. I think oh, red yeah. one especially. <laughs> that is pretty yeah. good. I think it's a good yeah. one. But I think it's like uh, the bike looks cool. Yeah, that visor actually it looks um, bad, man. It's all chrome, so the it's not kind of nice actually on the on the street because the light reflecting <laughs> up will kind of create this this line of light out the side of the headlight too. It's got a visor on the headlight headlight like you see in like a, a Harley. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> cool. cool. You could replace the the bulb with an LED bulb if it's a standard H four or whatever. Uh, yeah, but the brighter. whole the whole front thing is all it's like a whole floodlight assembly. Oh, it's a single unit. Like, yeah, I heard. That LEDs as headlights are not as uh, powerful as a regular light. I mean, it's probably more powerful than a regular light from the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. It's like an old light on an SV650. Yeah. And it, it, it's it all, like, but it works. And, and I, you got dirt bike hand guards yeah. and shit like that on it. <laughs> and, it's and, like, really? And, and brush guards and stuff. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it looks tough, dude. It I looks think it looks tough. pretty Mad Max. Pretty cool. Yeah, I have to say it looks good. And this, this was the first week that Zach, I felt he... Earned the privilege to come in on a weeknight and use the garage <laughs> space. Did you ever get your tires uh, installed? Uh, hey, what are you doing this week, Bagel? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me a call, man. <laughs> I, I will do. Yep. I did something today. I, get, I can check another thing off the list now. I got the rat bike back together, and yes, it is running. Yes. I heard a pop. Yeah, it actually I, ran. I, I All I heard was I a big pop. I didn't actually running. I just heard explosions. <laughs> okay. I'm not talking about it. it was almost, did you hear something like gunshots the other night? It was like last two nights ago. Yeah, I yeah, heard, I heard that. Did you guys hear that? Somebody grab a mic because I want to It wasn't fireworks. This. Oh, here we go. Uh, close oh. your ears. Uh-oh. 
Don't you like, Charlie, I wouldn't sit there if I was yeah, you. I'm that gonna, fucking dude, that's going to light you up. Face, bro. It's already lighting me He's up. He's got a fire suit on. You ever see red, uh, blue flames up close? Blue flames? that fucking exhaust, bro. Stop, drop, and roll. What am I going to roll on? Yo, quit uh, fucking everything fire. in the way. Uh, <laughs> can we bump start it? Okay, I swear <laughs> I had it started earlier. <laughs> it's it's running. Yeah, it sounds running like it good. runs great. It ran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the smell of it, I think it hey might man, be flooded. It's, it's time for a long like, trip on that one. Oh, I smelled it. It wanted to. If we had more time. To, it's back together. And the um, the triple, the 750, is back together, too. So there's two things I've checked off the list. I'm just kind of Oh, my going God, down it smells like gas in here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Huff and it, um, And I bought Adrian's uh, dirt bike. We had two functioning dirt bikes yesterday. The DRZ400 I bought. And, Nock, you'll be proud of me, for 50 bucks shipped, I got some new plastics for it. Okay, good. Cool. That's and they're cool. not like new. They're like takeoffs from like a race bike. They're in oh, okay. really good that's, condition. That's all right. Well, describe the before and after. Because this was the bike that was that Dragged, caught on fire. Dragged down the highway. Caught on fire, but then ran after they shoveled dirt on it. And then got dragged down the highway. Um, <laughs> but also had been spray painted, and it was old cracked plastics, too. So the whole thing was just... Sweet. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. It sounds like it was part of a witch hunt. Um, yeah, so it looks good. And then um, who else showed up today? James showed up and did something with timing or something. And uh, Matt and Cindy came by. Matt came by to show off his new-to-him KLR650. That's his first big boy bike, so he's happy. He's stoked on it. You didn't get a picture, though. You got a brand new KLR650. Oh, I even gave you a hint. I'm all, oh, you got to get a picture. That's pretty sweet. But you were too nerding out on the bike. Well, to think about big rubber dicks. <laughs> yeah. No, she's always thinking about big Which rubber dicks. Which is out of dicks. the norm. I think it's time for a new dick. And then uh, Andy came by who had crashed his BMW. His... Oh, he came by. How's yeah. his foot? Oh, you didn't see He's it? in a cast. No, He's had surgery. Yeah, he Ew. broke it bad. He's Did you gonna... ask him what he was wearing? Pins? Yeah, he was wearing Doc Martens. <laughs> so he wasn't wearing proper boots. Um, so he's going to come in and do his crash story. Um but here's the thing. He sold his R1150 RTP that he slid down the highway mm-hmm. for $1,600. Wow. And he bought... An R1. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you, you don't even want to know what he bought. Apparently, his parents don't want him riding big bikes anymore. Okay. It's a Frankenstein bike. It's a... Uh, it's a 70. It's a 70cc motor with a derby seat and tank and a dirt bike. It's got like a moped front end and a dirt bike frame. And what? things are cobbled together, let's just say. Yeah. So from like the BMW. You're, you're saying that his parents want to kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Good baby, so it for a little seventy cc, it actually looks kind of cool. Sure, in a yeah. hipster way. Listen, but when you get up like, close and you start seeing yeah, zip ties a, and bad welds, let's get a reference here. Let's get a reference like of who we're talking about. Yeah, he's not a, he's yeah. six foot four, to uh, yeah. three hundred and twenty pounds. Whoa! Devin breaks were not going to stop for him. Let me tell you, <laughs> that boy is just going to be going down a hill from UCSC, and he's not going to stop until he hits the ocean. Damn. Yeah. Engine braking. But yeah. I had a CC. <laughs> yeah. I it won't even engine brake. It'll just bump start itself. <laughs> right. Over yeah. and over and over again. So, um, 
I was talking to Mike earlier this week who um, listened to our Dirtbag pod- podcast. Um, and Mike, you were at the Dirtbag, but you didn't stick around for the very end when Daria came. And so listening to that podcast was the first time you got to hear from her. Tell me what you uh, tell us what you told me. Um, well, well, first of all, I listen. I, sometimes I, I like to not come to the podcast because I like to listen to them. You know, it, it's nice to like, n- you know, get the information afterward because I like to actually just listen to the show. And I'll listen to the shows even if we're in them and I'm in it. But I'm like, oh, I already heard that I was there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it's it's like I really do enjoy listening to the show as like a uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, as an a voyeur observer, observer. entertainment yeah. fucking talking <laughs> <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs> yeah Whoa. that was that's a rough one <laughs> anyway send it knox way i did i did it's a little gift anyway yeah it was a big one so uh, yeah i like to listen to it and uh, a lot of times i listen to it at work and and i really enjoy the pakistan uh, podcast because it's long and 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 it gives you a chance <laughs> no it's really good because like uh, it's almost like listening to reading a book you know what i mean or having someone like read a book to you out loud you get to visualize it and have your own picture of it and and it's like i just i tend to fade away while i'm listening and really get into what's happening and it's almost like when i snap out of it i'm back in reality it's like it's that you know, deep. So I can see why people really enjoy this who are, haven't been here and can really relate because I, I feel like the way that everybody talks on here is is uh, very simple. You know what I mean? It's not overly technical. You don't have to know that much and, you know, to really feel like you're a part of it. <laughs> so um, then when I listened to the Dirtbag podcast, what, uh, what I really liked about it was uh, hearing some of the interviews that I wasn't a part of. Um, and then hearing some of the ones that I was to see, you know, what you cut out that I said. What <laughs> <laughs> you cut out very much? Yeah, and it was, it was uh, about smells then too, wasn't it? You were yeah. you were burping in the car then. Yeah, I had like three hot dogs. You and I was in the back the of this fucking Jeep, That was man. your contribution to the podcast. Yeah, I couldn't get out. I wanted to like open the door and I couldn't get out. You know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so then I'm listening to uh, the 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 last girl that was there because I remember you were telling me how you know she showed up and this and that and you know a lot of times we have people who come to the garage random people and they just show up and they're like oh we listen you know what i mean and i like to talk to him i even had pete stay at my house from texas that's right yeah he stayed at my house for like three days and we were riding around and showed him a great time um but then i'm listening to you know this girl what's her name dahlia daria daria um and she sounded really nice and uh and and really excited about everything and it because it kind of made me um like i don't know i i don't know what the word is but i just felt very like I was like smiling while I was listening to it because it made me really happy because I felt like she was here. You know what I mean? Like 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 she felt like she was a part of what we do. And then like getting to see these people that she must listen to every single week, like actually see us. And obviously we're just normal people. You know what I mean? Like you know, speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're abnormal. I was yeah. I wasn't even talking about me. We're all off in our own ways. We're special. But you know what I mean? To see them and then put a face to the name and then actually see people's mannerisms and 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 it was like it seemed like it was really special for her and she knew like everything about everybody like the garage and, and this and that and it was just uh it kind of made me feel really um really happy to be a part of this and and to have a uh you know whatever role that i play in being here um and it made me feel special because that means we get to make fun of you more you are special, a- special. <laughs> but daria was awesome she was like into bikes she was into being there she was she was out for the what the girls she's ride badass. Uh, 
Tokyo. She was badass. Fucking yeah, custom I'm, bikes and shit. Like what? She was badass. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I missed her. That was that sounded like it was really cool when she came by to. to I yeah, but then I'm listening to her story and I'm like, damn, she sounds more interesting than all of us. Oh, she's got a great story. <laughs> it's probably way true. more interesting. Yeah, you know, like I feel like if she was at our garage, we'd be you know very fortunate. If she was here, you wouldn't get much done. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, Mike would be working hard. Oh, I'd be great. I cruise You'd hard. Be flexing. I work hard. Well, he, he'd take the hoodie off and wear the tank top, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. All the time. I thought I just go. did that for you, Charlie. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like oh, I just put guns on the Charlie's bike. Charlie's all jealous of you. Check out these guns. <laughs> yeah. And she wanted to see the... Uh, the uh, um, Cancer Enhancer. The Cancer Enhancer. Oh, <laughs> Dude, I wanted to see yeah. Mike wear the Cancer Enhancer on the back of the trailer going dirt biking yesterday. Oh, I would have <laughs> totally fucking done On top of the bikes on the trailer with the Cancer Enhancer. My only enhancer. problem is that there is an actual mason jar attached to the front so like i'm like well what happens if i fall and this thing smashes you know what i mean like that's just not good you have a helmet on <laughs> yeah, but there's a, a glass jar attached to like the mouthpiece of it though like, like screwed onto it look how your glass jaw yeah <laughs> i'll be like a james bond character yeah exactly <laughs> glass totally jaw. Yeah. no no i'd be like glass jar joe from mike tyson's punch exactly out. <laughs> <laughs> So we had a bunch of really awesome emails over the last few weeks. I wanted to catch up on them. Mike, you want to read yours? Yeah, here's a segue into some fucking fool who, uh, you know, has got a problem with some shit that I said. Uh, This is from Britt Anderson. Uh, Hey, who was the moron that changed the subject when Panda... Or her friends started getting freaky. Should have let that shit cruise fucking hard. <laughs> there were actually 52 emails that said the same thing. This is just one we selected. It, it, I felt the like, same way. There was a lot of A's going on that for that hard. So it was like hard, you know, in parentheses. Yeah, I was the moron. Yeah. Oh, that was you. Yeah. Well, well thank sure you me. very much, Britt. Well, I appreciate read that. The, you'll think you're a moron, too. Read the email. Should, between that one and the one that would take it up the butt for any motorcycle, you guys may need to get an explicit label. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Really enjoyed the show. The Pakistani one, too. Hope to make it to the dirt bag next year. And that reminds me of... Um, of that girl Dahlia when she said that shit was so funny in the podcast and she was like oh I would take it up the butt for any one of them <laughs> and you're like and you're like turn around you're like yo there's a bunch of dudes like everywhere here like I don't know if you noticed but you got everyone's attention right now they're like you want my bike Jonathan, Jonathan was like hmm? yeah. John's like yeah you can take this bike it's all yours it's a little fucking you know but I'm she was darling <laughs> cool so I, there's another email we got from Jeff Kirby uh, with, regarding the podcast with Yuri Barrigan. And Jeff is a committee member of the Manx Motorcycle Club. Isn't and, this cool? This yeah, is wicked cool. And he is the deputy chief technical officer for the Classic TT and the Manx Grand Prix. So The man. He's the guy. Way to go, the Jeff. Man. Thanks for writing. One of the men. Yes. Much respect if you're listening. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy. Most definitely. And uh, and Jeff said that uh, when Yuri's entry was received, uh, he said, I must admit that I emailed him with some doubts about the, the suitability of his supermoto machine, as it is a long way to come to be disappointed not to qualify. He proved that he could meet the qualifying time and that the engine would hold together, but the two, point, the two pints of oil in the sump must have worked very hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he also said 
said that uh, he wanted to mention that he that they do not have any secret instructions that the technical <laughs> officials apply. They work on the standard auto cycle union regulations, but where they require additional security, uh, those are contained in the supplementary regulations that are forwarded to every competitor before the start. Also known as a secret rule book. Uh, especially if you're, especially <laughs> if you're bringing a supermoto. Supplementary. Appendix <laughs> F. No, no, we call it a secret moto next year. <laughs> yeah, he, also, he also mentioned that uh, uh, the comment about the effective use of lock wire is relevant because, for instance, there is no point in lock wiring a spin-off filter if it's able to unloosen by half a turn, thereby allowing oil to be sprayed from the front of the engine. Here, here. Yep. yep. Cool. So, and then at the very end, I think he said, uh, if any of us are coming out there to oh, yes, chat him up. Yeah, he said he enjoys the podcast, and if any of us wants to come over with Yuri next year, please come and say hello. All right. That is so, so cool. cool. Thanks for yeah. the video, tell him, hey, if you're ever in uh, California, better cruise on by. Yeah, absolutely. If Jeff, you ever out this way, come, come stop and see us. We'd love to chat you up and go for a ride. Bagel, take you out on a scooter. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But if Yuri had if nothing, but good, nothing but good things to say about the whole event. Yuri thought everybody was really great. Yeah, I heard Bagel was going to go to the TT next year on a scooter. <laughs> Word has it. Don't tempt me, man. He could. <laughs> Quick in the corners. Let's work on that qualifying time, though. That's going to be uh, I've seen him. I've seen you fucking. I saw you smoke Mason up on uh, Old San Jose. Right? I'll never forget that. I saw that in my life, man. I've seen you going sideways on that fucking scooter. <laughs> Sparks coming off the side rail, and Mason's just sitting there like an asshole on his supermoto. i never seen anything like that, and I couldn't even keep up. I was like, you know what? Fuck Bagel. I got a few Fuck years this guy. Let him go. experience on him, so give him a little slack. That was hilarious. <laughs> I, got, yes. I think, yo, his dick shriveled. He, he straight went to the back of the pack and just putt-putted the rest Aww. of the way. Do you remember that, Liza? No, he was, ta- he was taking it easy that day. I, I talked to him. Yeah, after he got yeah. smoked by Bagel on a cruiser. <laughs> I mean, on a fucking scooter. No, I mean he's he's on a you know he's on a sumo and we're doing like sweepers at sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> Still a little bitch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I, I have an email. I have an email from Ken who says, "Hey, Misfits, just want to drop you a line, let you know that he really enjoys our podcast." He says he has two hours of commuting time a day, and he's sadly burned through all of our episodes, and that's even after listening to all of Cleveland Motos. Oh. Um, he said he wanted to share with you two of his favorite tools. One of them is a set of snap-on duckbill pliers. Mm-hmm. The other is a Craftsman nut and bolt re-threading kit. Oh, so yeah. He's mm-hmm. used the shit out of both of those for the last 20 years <laughs> or so. And he's had quite a, uh, and he he says he thought quite a bit of time about an up the butt bike and settled on two of them. Hopefully not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Little DP action. Oh yeah. Um, the first one is a Suzuki Gamma 500 with really trick looking titanium pipes and yes, carbon sir. fiber silences, silencers. Yes sir. And an Aprilia Tuono V4 1100. Mm. Uh, the Gamma. He says the Gamma because they're pretty rare and it's just something that he's always wanted. And um, the Aprilia because it's fucking awesome and has wheelie control and maybe he can, he can finally do cross up wheelies out of a corner like Kevin Schwantz. Yeah, <laughs> Schwantz. Um, or like Knock did a wheelie on his Super Hawk at Dirtbag. That was a shitty wheelie. What about But you did one. I got a Warren clutch. What about the wheelie Knock did over at the breakfast ride? Oh, that was that was the best one. The wheelie is good. I did the wheelie. I'm so not about the landing. Yeah, I'm so upset I didn't get that on video. Me too. Just thanks thanks for taking the time to do the podcast and please keep them coming and attach some pictures of his 1976 Honda CB750F that he has built in his garage last winter and is going to keep on this is not finished but definitely rideable he's going to keep on working on it for the cold Illinois winter that he has coming yeah and his CB nice. is 
awesome looking. Yeah, it's, it looks it real looks nice. Well done. So good, good job and here. Good luck with <clears throat> doing more stuff to it. It's pretty bitching. All right, so Jim, you ready? We yeah. got a long one here. We got a long one. And this but is it, one of your favorites. But it's a good one. Sheila from Texas. Hey, Sheila. Hey, hey, hey. hey girl. So quickly becoming <laughs> one of our new best friends. <laughs> hey, girl. I'm multifaceted. <laughs> You're multifascinated. <laughs> anyway, um, so she's writing a couple of things, but lately she was cruising through her neighborhood and rolled up on this uh, bike that she had to take a second look at. So she comes back to it, um, and it's her neighbor's, and it's, it's big-ass Harley. I don't know, Liza, you didn't look at it and try to figure out what kind it was. but It's super a Harley Longhorn. The, the Longhorn it's a, edition. A, uh, yeah, guys, chime in on what all, you think it might be. Lights. But anyway. To, Wait, uh, is that get, a buck knife on the back? Well, to give you a quick picture, yes. it's a big Harley decked out like a, like a Longhorn steer. So it's got big old horns on the front. It's got a, a paint job that we'll talk more about that makes it look like a cow or, I guess, a bull. Oh, I'm in fucking Santa Cruz. Is that Cruz. a paint job or is that fur? Uh, it, but it, I, I think it actually fur has too. fur on the back. That's, I think uh, the, it's OEM, actually. The rear seat has <laughs> OEM cowhide. Um and fucking side cases that I think are in fur too. I think I think, that's, I think it's a road king. So road king. So picture that. And um, so anyway, you start looking at it, and it's got a cool paint job. And you start looking Bagels. at the details. She included some detail. And at first you're like, oh, that looks stupid. But I don't know. Then you start looking at it, and you're like, that's really cool. So you learn a little bit more about the guy that rides it. So he's an older guy, really into bikes. Um, not supposed to be writing because, well, we won't mention why, but he's like, fuck it, I'm going to keep writing anyway. <laughs> so she's kind of connected with him and uh, and is writing with him. So Wait, wait, wait. Why does she not like writing behind him? So <laughs> one of the OEM products <laughs> are the giant pair of metal balls that hang off the back. Because <laughs> this is a big steer. It actually, it actually, it's a bull. It actually yeah, has steer stirrups. Oh, the steer is a castrated bull, I think. Que pasó, way? Yeah. Right. So it's an so, bull. But it has stirrups for foot pegs, yeah. which is I balls. wanted to jump in here real quick. Because now <laughs> we're going to segue. We're going to take a break from her email. And go right into cool... Or fool. Cool or fool. So I passed around to the group a picture of this said Harley. Have you finished the description, Jim? More or less, but I think note the details. Like in the paint job that took three months to complete, there's a fly actually painted on the cowhide. <laughs> <laughs> or that the linkage from the shifter, I think, is, is fucking barbed wire. Yeah. Word. Uh huh. And there's a and it looks good. It's not all like oh, shitty barbed. Did wire. you see the highway pegs? Are stirrups? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and the there's a Bowie knife. That's like part of the top of the tank bag on the the it's left like side. Selective the sure is. It has like the holders like built into the tank bag, and so you can whip okay. out this knife in traffic or something. So, <laughs> Dude, who, who doesn't want to be able to do that? Are you kidding me? Rush hour. Yeah, it's like a two foot. It's like a sword. Let's let's, let's start over on the couch, Mike. Is this bike cool or fool? I think it's really cool. All right, Jim. What do you think? Cool oh, it's, it's way cool because the guy that did it is is stoked about it so it's totally cool whenever you're going this right. over the edge on some custom paint and stuff it's it's a fine line across but and he did it right uh, bagel what do you think cooler fool oh man i i appreciate the artistry that went into creating something like this but the aesthetic just does not appeal to me so i gotta i gotta go with fool all right charlie what do you think 
I think the fact that he put this much time and effort into it makes it cool. If he did anything that wasn't on here, it would be cool. But I mean, <laughs> like if he didn't do the saddlebags, if he if he left one thing out, it would. It's cool. All right, Zach. What do you think? Let me let me see the picture again. <clears throat> but while we're waiting, I'd say Sheila, get on the throttle, get in front of his old ass, so you don't have to look at those big ass. Yeah, saggy get a pair balls. of hangy labias. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> get a pair of chrome labias and hang them in the back of your bike. <laughs> no, make them out of silicon so it flaps at high speed. <laughs> oh, it makes a noise. Oh, no. oh my god! It hums a tune. <laughs> Show him what time it is. <laughs> Cruise real hard in front of him. No, I, I, I have to agree. I mean, I, I, I'm not super drawn to the aesthetic but because he put that much time in and i mean it almost looks like it could have been like a harley davidson like cust like special custom like you know kind the of thing. texas edition the the, yeah. the heifer the heifer glide or whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> the total the heifer heifer glide. Glide. <laughs> uh i mean i think that that oh, it, if i saw it, i'd be like nice wouldn't ride that but nice yeah. <laughs> but you know? let me say let me just say one thing like like there's two ways to look at this it's either you're looking at it from the perspective of a person who doesn't ride you know or you're looking at it from an actual hardcore cycler then if you're a motorcycler you're like a new cycler or, or an older cycler so then you know what i mean there's two different ways to look at it and i think if uh you know, most people who see my bike would say the same thing when they see this. They'd be like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like, look at that. And then they start looking at it and getting into detail. But if you see two more of my bikes right next to mine that don't look done, they're like, oh, it's a street bike. Oh, that's that's a ninja. That's what everybody's like. Oh, is that a ninja? It's not a fucking ninja. So it's Zach, a, SV60. It's a, it. If I told you, Zach, that your new headlight on the orange. SV650 looks just like this guy's headlight. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so, okay. I'm chill with that. Not cool or fool? Oh, man. This is a multifaceted question. <laughs> uh, I, I like the novelty of it. It's some that you would see like in parked in front of an insurance office or something. It's like, ensure you're your hepped up bike. Um, as Roddy Dangerfield would say, um, it looks good on you. I want to know what this guy wears when he's riding. So, fucking naked like a ball. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say chaps and a cowboy hat. I was gonna say cool, but with a disclaimer. It depends on what he's wearing. Yeah, there, there has. I mean, does he have a ten-gallon hat? Yeah, I would imagine. Now, what what state are they in? Are you wearing chaps and spurs? Do you have a rope on you while you ride? And a bandana. Imagine, I imagine Texas can't can't have a helmet law. No, there's no helmet law. So Texas. you you got to be wearing like a, a full on like cowboy hat. Fuck yeah, yeah. So. I would not be surprised. So I, I think it was well done. I think in this case, uh, the paint was done and the details are done well. Adding little things like the knife and the yeah. stirrups well, the were done really well. Too. There's the a lot whole of detailing, seat is like yeah. cow fur it's and leather. And it's definitely show but quality. It's bike. so easy to go so wrong on these things. But <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So I would say cool too. So. Jim, you want to continue with the Yeah, email? we got a few more. I'll try to get through them here quick. Um, she also refers back to some old pa- podcasts. So she likes the old podcasts, mm-hmm. catching up. Likes the new ones, but she came across the stolen Honda 70s. Yeah. Mm. Uh, sore subject. Um, then there was a Craigslist bike. And dun, 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 it's, a, it's a beauty, Liza. So now we're going into the see Sheila's just she's she's really laid out the the, the framework for our whole podcast here tonight. <laughs> we're now going into what's it, it works. So I'm going to read this description. I'll pass around the picture. It's worth, y'all nope. can see. 
<laughs> if that thing is not worth it, garden, it's growing through it. <laughs> There's no other bike I'd rather have. 1979 Suzuki RM125 dirt bike. Ooh. Hmm. What year? It, 1979. Oof. And here's the entire description. I am not leaving out any facts. <laughs> RM125 all there. Needs work. Kickstart missing. All there except for the kickstart. Tank cracked. 750 or best offer. Oof. Ran 15 years ago. Oh. Not for a novice rider. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zach will get that shit running in a week. Seven, Expert only. 750 or best offer for not running for 15, 15 years. 15 years. And I would like to describe it. The, the location in the yard where the ivy is growing. Yes, the ivy is over growing it. over it, and it's uh, behind. It looks like a lawn oh, tractor. The tire's not oh. flat. The ground actually grew up into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> wow, that's a rest. All right, so we got to figure out what this thing is worth. Uh, she wanted to make the point uh, of she thinks it's funny how people do these Craigslist ads, like a com- you know complete bike missing kickstart. Okay, well then. <laughs> well, if it is it missing the Kickstarter lever or like the whole assembly there? Oh, all you just, all you gotta do is buy you you know fifteen dollar Kickstarter lever, install it, and kick it over, and it'll Perfect. be you'll be good to go. Good to go. Sure, we'll start right up. Sure. What they, what they didn't say was um, just needs a new battery and. <laughs> You can get it plated uh, for the street probably, if you want to. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. if it's an RM125 like dirt, it probably doesn't have a battery. Probably, Dude, I, I, I know. I'm, listen, I'm joking. I, sure. I feel like, uh, you know, the, the least they could do is cut the trees off of it, you know? <laughs> like, Look at the John Deere seat on it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's like a tractor backed into it that's like completely a tree growing through it. And then there's like, th- like this thing is like the Secret Garden motorcycle. It's I've magical. I've seen nothing like it. Yeah, Freaking magic. Why is that in the for sale ad? Why isn't That's, it not in the like need help moving stuff out of my yard? <laughs> pay you seven hundred fifty dollars. All I'll say is I I've, in Reno I found a hundred cc dirt bike that'll run. That's in good shape for the same price. Yeah. Well, there you go. So the the one thing to take I, I think most people here when we say what do we think it's worth. Um, uh, would say, oh, it's worth free, you know. Right. But the one thing I don't know, I mean, a 1979 two-stroke dirt bike does have some value to people who restore. There are a lot of people yep. who are older now who rode dirt bikes when they're younger. And just like the Trail 70s are very collectible now because of that. I don't know if this bike is collectible or not. Is, is anyone still making two-stroke dirt bikes today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I rode one yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I rode one yesterday, man. Oh, I know. They still are still around. Bang, 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 bang. So they're asking seven fifty. What do y'all think it's worth? Free. Free. Oh, not seven fifty. Uh, the amount of work that's going to need to go into that well, thing. If it free. If it was if it was plated, maybe seven fifty. But no, if it didn't want to work, no way. If it if it has a title, fifty bucks. I was going to yeah. say for fifty bucks, would you take the risk to I mean, part it out? I mean, maybe maybe seven fifty. If it was if it was like someone who was looking for that specific thing. Yeah. To me, like two hundred bucks. To yeah, make, I would to say make it like worth two or three hundred dollars. Like I had just take it off my hands and it's, yeah. like, it's probably like five thousand sentimental dollars. Well, yeah. Yeah. how many? Listen, <laughs> sure. how much? Let me ask you this question: How much would you think, knock, Eliza, it would cost to get that running? I was going to say the another same thing. thing. Well, what do you guys it think? It needs I a tank. It? I don't know if those tanks are obtainable. It's another grand, I'd imagine. <laughs> a thousand? You think? Oh, uh, uh, more than. I yeah. mean, no, you got to more than that. If it's uh, if it's sat in there, I mean, well, uh, the cylinder it, might be seized. The rings are probably all the suspension probably shot. Yeah. So, like, 
like like cash money, like a thousand dollars, you think in parts? Well, like you you you, you never you never know because like the carbs could be dead, they could not. Yeah. You know, the tank could be completely rusted out. It could not. Yeah. You know, and like where, you know, all you the rubber know. on where, that thing is done. Where's yeah, it probably located? Texas uh, in probably, hell. Probably Texas. Yeah. I'm assuming Texas in the secret yeah, garden. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, and if it's been sitting outside in Dallas for 15 years, having just picked up my bike from Austin after sitting for two years or less than no, actually it was sitting for like a year and a half in Austin, and it had shit growing like like mold and stuff growing on it, and it was nasty. This thing's been sitting for 15 years. You don't yeah. want to know what's inside of that. The cylinder thing. is probably one with the engine. So long, yeah. yeah long. I would say the thing the the thing that is probably the most um, improper statement in this, um, not for a novice, no. Uh. Any novice can sit on this bike because it is not going to run again. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's think, not. It's not for a novice to work. In fact, on. I think could, if you get into neutral, you could just kind of roll it down the hill. And you have could, fun with you it. could probably take it and like give it to someone so they can make one of those bicycle rides you see at the uh, bicycle, <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. The grocery this, is, store. this is now a kiddie ride. Kids can ride that. So <laughs> Sheila, if you yeah. got another grand, fifteen hundred bucks to throw at it, it's a great deal. <laughs> so we're, not, we're, not, we're not done with Sheila yet. All right, but Sheila gets even better, and I. I think. But uh, wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> Biggles nipples are getting hard here. Hang on. Ooh. All right, I'm in the process of getting getting my up the butt scooter. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not why your nipples are getting hard. That's coming. Oh, really? I always wanted a scooter with a sidecar. I refuse oh. to ride a Can Am or any sort of trike, but a scooter or motorcycle with a sidecar is okay in my book. Yeah. How can you not smile when you see a sidecar on anything? My scooter is candy apple is a candy apple red Stella by Genuine Scooter Company. Well, leave me hanging here. Um, this week, uh, anyway, photo attached. Okay. Okay. Nice bike. Nice. Kid tested. Bagel um, approved. <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, it's bought, paid for. She's hanging out, waiting for the sidecar and winter time because that's the best time to ride. Right okay, on. but it's the winter time. I ha- I'm sorry, Sheila, but I just have to. I have to comment here. So genuine. The reason that company. she's not riding it now without the sidecar because she says she can't reach the ground. Really? She's waiting for Jim to fly out right with Stella? her. Yeah, Sheila, seriously, really? I mean, I mean, I know that there are some people who are really short, but Stella's not a tall bike. I know this and is a bless your little heart moment. Well, in in a, in and, a and honestly, I think we need a picture of Sheila. Actually, hang 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 on a second. If if I mean if, if Sheila is of smaller stature and has trouble reaching the ground, there are shorter seats that you can get for vintage Vespa type scooters that yeah. fit right on that Stella that will give you an extra inch or two. And make it much easier to reach the ground. Um, the The concern I have with adding a sidecar is that number one, it's going to slow the Stella down significantly and make it much less rideable. Anyone buying a Stella is not getting it to go fast, is my theory. Well, that's. I mean, I'm not saying that she's planning on going out and riding the Manx GP on the Stella. <laughs> what I'm saying is that just trying to ride it around in traffic, kind of visual. You're, you're riding around with a big boat anchor on the she, side of your bike. She also has a little uh, vintage street bike. Okay. But I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I love the look of, of sidecars. Don't get me wrong. I think they look super cool. I get what she's saying. But the enjoyment of riding a bike with a sidecar is just 
I mean, it's it's sketchy. It's it I think handles weird. Everybody wants one because it's kind of a cool, odd thing. And then yeah. you write it, and you never and like, want one again. Well, what's the answer to the question then? I mean, well, what would be the right scooter to put a sidecar on? Or well, since she already has it, None. if she's like, "Fuck you," that's <laughs> a why. Helix. A helix. <laughs> if she's got it and she's going to ride with it, what do you like? What's the advice? Well, well, the, the other question I have is: Is there another reason why she needs a sidecar? Because if you if you have so she like, could drive her boyfriend around. Yeah, if she got passengers that you want to take, you want to take more than or her one girlfriend person, or one her dog. Uh-huh. You never know. If you want to take a passenger and a dog, sure, a sidecar would be useful, I suppose. I'm guessing it's a novelty. But the yeah. thing is, she has it. So if you if you yeah. had one and you had to ride with it, what advice like would you give someone that had to ride with a sidecar on a scooter? Uh, have fun. Besides, yeah, have everyone fun. wave as you go down the street because everyone's looking at you. Because you get to lead the parade well, every my, year. Well, my your, advice would be be very careful and take right hand turns very very cautiously <laughs> yeah you yeah. just gotta get used to the left hand and right hand turns because you're at, at, oh, at that point you are um direct steering you're not counter steering yeah and uh yeah and and your center of balance is completely off to one side so yeah. you'll yeah. slide you're saying if you're going too fast into a turn oh you're the not whole leaning. bike will tip over yeah yeah, yeah. You're not but then you have that counter steering back in you got two wheel motion you know <laughs> But what That's if you cool. put it on like one of those uh, Manx GP fucking sidecar <laughs> riders, where the whole thing kind of pivots with you? That that's a whole <laughs> slider on a turn of wax, man. Oh <laughs> Sideways. <laughs> Cruising oh hard. All right, Jim, keep going. Okay, so we're still rolling with Sheila here. <laughs> okay. We're still rolling. It's Sheila Knight. All right. So now she has a question, which we like. Okay. So she's fixing leaks on it, the, the 72, 72 Yamaha mm-hmm. LT2. Right. Which is fucking beautiful with the helmet, too. Anyway. And new ones come up. So she's fixing leaks. New ones come up. I thought I had them all fixed. The only change I made after fixing the last leak was taking links out of the chain. Yeah, it's recycle style right there. Recycle style. The sprocket is good, but I've always thought the chain was too loose. Everyone says, oh, it'll tighten up when you sit on it. I weigh 95 pounds. I've heard that before. Uh Which kind of referred back to the previous episode. Um, Anyway, um, it doesn't do anything when I sit on it. Someone videoed her, uh, and while, while she was riding, it was plap- practically flapping in the wind. Yeah, well, hold on, hold I, I, I on, hold out, on. Hold I checked on. out the video, and yes, it was loose. Can I just say something? Like, I don't know Can what... I stop you? Yes. <laughs> if you weren't talking about motorcycles and he read that back to you right now, and you didn't know what you were talking about, that shit would be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sat on it, and it tightened up. It was flapping in what else? Flapping in the wind. Flapping in the wind. <laughs> and uh, what is the other one? Can Sprockets. I? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sit on it again? <laughs> new, new leaks keep popping up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, back to uh, business here. So, um, God, because she's trying to fix shit here. All right. So, a friend helped her take a couple links out. Again, sprocket looks good. So, opted for taking the links out rather than replacing the chain and sprocket. Blah, blah, something, can't read, days, and it started to dribble again. Do you think the tension from tightening the chain may have put a little pressure on the oil seal behind the front sprocket? Yes. Maybe hit it hardened. I think that's a very good theory. Something, blah, 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 adjustment. Replacing the seal was going to be my first guess. What do you think? Uh... Replacing the seal won't fix the fact that the fact that the the chain might be too tight and you'll just run into the same problem again. Maybe I mean if that seal is old and needs replacing, maybe replacing it will fix it. But uh, I'd clean that off, uh, ride around for a little bit and see if it's actually coming out from that area, the the countershaft seal. Uh, for some bikes, it's really easy. 
you know some some bikes maybe you might have to split the case i don't know it might so, also be coincidence this is an old bike it could be a coincidence thing and you just started noticing it so and are you familiar with these bikes liza <clears throat> not that bike not, specifically yeah. but that era that style yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm wondering if it's if the chain's too tight because i mean if it's too tight you'll notice it i mean it'll be snapping straight as a rock right yeah well yeah but the yeah. first thing you guys say to me ever when there's a leak is uh you know clean the whole fucking thing up as perfect as you can get it yeah. nice and nice go take it for a long ride yep so you can identify exactly yep. like where the leak before is coming you start from. cracking cases and you know mm-hmm. sitting mm-hmm. on things oh, yeah. that are yep. too tight you know totally good point what what shield got for us next all right something about uh, adjusting the chain Oh, so anyway, it, was, it reminds me of what Jake did the repair when someone almost crashed. And it's like, when you do a repair, what do you, because uh, the brakes weren't attached, what do you do right after you make a repair? She said, you get a boy to ride it. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody almost ate shit. I can't remember who it was. Probably Lucas. So, um, <laughs> yeah, sounds like something Lucas would say. <laughs> get a boy to test it. So, um, anyway, they did a repair. Proof that women are smarter. I think they were just in the chain or something. Anyway, just the chain. Um, but they didn't adjust the brakes after adjusting the chain. So mm-hmm. the dude, so Sheila, well done. You got the dude to take it for a test ride. Um, he came to a stop sign, almost ate shit. So <laughs> lesson learned, always have the guy do the test ride. <laughs> and would, would he compress the piston and then just didn't? Maybe uh, didn't bleed it, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, Wait, that yeah. thing's got like a lever or a, a rod for a rear Dr- drum, right? If it's a drum brake, yeah, just re- yeah she had to readjust it. the. Uh, uh, you need to tighten the wing nut on the back back mm-hmm. up. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't adjust the free play right. <laughs> and other than that, she's stoked on the podcast. She listens to podcasts and thinks uh, we do a good job producing it. All right. She feels like it's like regular people, which we <laughs> obviously are not. We've already established <laughs> we're completely abnormal. Sheila, unregular you need to take people. a road trip. So, Liza, <laughs> what kind of bike does Sheila need to find to get her ass out to San? An SV six fifty S. She weighs ninety five pounds with a so nineteen thinking, inch inseam, apparently. Um. <laughs> fucking a water buffalo. She needs a water buffalo to ride to California on. Yep, a ruckus. Well, if she anything with a sidecar. Wait, doesn't yeah. she have a ruckus? She does, and it shoots fucking flames. Yeah, I, I know. Scares <laughs> children. She does. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, she yeah. does. On the ground. I think uh, bagels in love. <laughs> uh, I've got to meet her first. Take care of love, buddy. So, then you got to fight me. I wanted to thank everyone for sending in the emails, especially Sheila for. Uh, yeah, thanks, the long Sheila. email, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you very much. That's and very cool. The, yeah, the thing, the like what Mike was saying, what I get from a lot of people sending in emails is they feel like they're a part of the group, too. And and it's it's funny. When I meet somebody, it's like I feel like they're part of the group, too, because they fit right in. They know what's going on and who who's who and can you know pick up a conversation. And it's really kind of cool how that happens, sure. you know? So, um we did a couple other things this week I wanted to talk about. Yo, Mike, you and I. And, uh, you punched me in the nuts. I did. <laughs> you punched me right in the dick. I did. <laughs> right like, in the I, yeah, we had, no, right straight through. She followed through with that fucking thing. Punched me. You pretty much kicked me in the kidney, too. <laughs> it was like old school, too. I, won't, I, wasn't I won't say the it. I won't say the version of punch it was, but we were discussing it earlier, and it was legit. It was like uh, like that that game, Donkey Kong, you know, with the fucking barrels. Like yeah, she Donkey Dong. Yeah. So, <laughs> Donkey Punch. Mike, Cat, and Douglas and I this week went to go like see Nitro Circus. Yeah, that's I, when you punch me in the nuts. <laughs> that's what I'm Liza talking about. Liza gets really excited at 
I was just I was annoyed because Douglas had the tickets. I was at the venue waiting for an hour, oh, and they God. were waiting for Mike. Uh, who it's like we were just waiting for Mike. Look, so I'm the I was only, waiting. Listen, so I'm the, the Mike only shows fucking up. person who showed up on a motorcycle. So props for that. So Mike and then you punch me in the nuts and I gotta ride home. Mike shows up, you find we're all waiting outside the venue and Mike shows up, he's like, Hey y'all and I waved my hand in front of his face, said, Look at this and then I dick punched him. <laughs> Hard and now fuck. but now he's like the the Pavlovian dog response I just wave my hand in his face and he runs away. Actually we and all grabs did that his yesterday. nuts. Yeah, like three of us did. That's not Pav Love. That's common sense. You know, that's that's, that's statistics. Human There's evolution. No conditioning there. There's just one Sorry. one lesson learned. Yeah, that's it. You only need to learn that one once. I was just I was just annoyed that I've been waiting in the parking yeah, it lot. It wasn't for an hour. like a thwack. It wasn't like a like a brisk. You know what I mean? She's straight. Fucking. It was like Mike Tyson's punch out Blam. of my dick. <laughs> I pull, I did pull the punch. You did not pull the punch. You put you pushed it right through. <laughs> <laughs> you, fucking, you, I wasn't like I, I I was completely thrown off guard. I was all like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, I just drove here in thirty fucking deg- my, uh, degree weather, going like eighty. Fucking, I'm frozen solid, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm here. Let's go." Like, go see Travis Strana. Bam, right in the dick. <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" Was, yeah, that was fucked up. You have time next time. <laughs> that was fucked up. We were waiting for your ass. We all know Eliza takes being on time serious. You're almost now waiting another 20 minutes while I get my shit checked out, man. <laughs> so uh, let's talk a bit about Nitro Circus. So that shit was fun. Yeah, it was. And well, we had really good seats thanks to Doug. Could you yeah. explain what Nitro Circus is so folks yeah. don't know? So uh, this is uh, Travis Pastrana and his gang of hooligans have put together an arena show that is um, half dirt bikes uh and then the other half are anything other wheeled sports. things <laughs> and so in the middle of the arena are two side-by-side ramps one of the ramps uh leading up to it uh goes uh, up into the upper seats at the end of the arena because that is for the skateboards bikes snowboards yeah, they don't get enough kayaks Couch, couches, big wheel. It was like one of those horses. What are the horses you get in Christmas? Everything. So they got to get some good speed to do the the ramp. The other side by side jump. They're coming from um, the back of the arena on their dirt bikes, and they've turned this whole thing into a show of going over (laughs) jumps. So yeah, there was the. Yeah, going over on, yeah, like kayaks and just stupid stuff, doing backflips on big wheels. But the dirt bikes was cool. And they yeah. started out early on with this brother and sister team riding two up, doing like backflips. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> wow. They did um, a they did a jump. Was it a backflip? I think it was just a jump where she was on the front of the bike. They go up in the air. He goes up. And she slides underneath him. Yeah, he basically and he comes lets down, go of the bike. And, and she, they land with her on the back and wow. him on the front. What? Yeah. Man. Wow. That, that, that's I, sorcery. Yeah, I think the, uh, <laughs> Again. The cool thing about Nitro Circus that I thought was that, like, um, they had all these, like, wild and crazy things they were doing. But, like, the, the, the word circus, they really, like, played that out because they, they would do a bunch of pre videos 
of like things to kind of make it have that dan 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 like yeah. Barnum and Bailey style stuff and yeah. you know, the guys would come out in costumes and and be like presenting stuff and then some of the guys dressed up as like lion animals and there were Woody circus animals and shit and uh, <laughs> yeah like a circus you know, they really played it up it was a good show it was a performance and besides they, just tricks and they even know? showed That's like cool. some of the some of the regulars that weren't there like uh, Jolene Van Vogt they showed her accident where she was oh, she got smashed. doing a jump in a what, like a bathtub or something. No, no, no. It was a barrel of whiskey. A, a whiskey barrel. <laughs> yeah. And it With went off it. the side of the ramp Ooh. and she face planted it into like a, a screw support in- pole oh. on the side. Head first. And oh, like God. broke a bunch of her face oh and her God. arm her and collarbone and stuff. Her jaw. Oh my God. Wow. So, so they show the <laughs> accident and then they show a picture of her in recovery. And like, they're hey. like, yeah, but oh, she, she's not here tonight. So they showed, <laughs> and, then they showed, and then they had a guy on a dirt bike they showed him at a previous show doing a backflip and landing no 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 it was a triple front flip was, yeah or something really like something like over the top he was trying to do so, I think like a double triple backflip triple, triple backflip or something right and he lands wrong and he lands upside down his leg snapped is what <laughs> happened his leg wow. he landed like in a funny way where his leg like like snapped his lower spine and he uh, so he broke his back so they oh, show the accident oh. and show him like immediately when he's landing he's upside down he's on the landing down the ramp. ramp and he's waving his arms at his like he's his tapping pelvis. his leg like he's like he couldn't feel him this is you know waving his arms is bad they show him his whole accident and then about and the story of how he's now paralyzed and then they brought him out in his wheelchair and strapped him onto a bike and he went and did a backflip Wow! Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Any spoilers for the show? I'm no, I, that was one of the things I was going to say. It was the, one of the coolest things about the show was, it was there was definitely like moments of it, aside from all the craziness. Like you could you could sense that it was like a uh, uh, for the love of motorcycles was really big, but also just like like these things like the brother and the and the and the sister. It just kind of made me feel like like I don't know. I was really stoked on that. I was like, oh, that's like really special. You know, and then the guy on the wheelchair was like just really special. And then uh, this one guy just kept fucking falling. The rollerblade guy. Oh, he was on the razor scooter. No, 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 no. The 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 rollerblade guy. Yeah, remember he smashed into the thing. Um, so it was. It's really fascinating to watch. And I, for me, I think the most like mind blowing because they're doing like tail whips. They're doing all the stunts. They're doing uh, just crazy shit. But they're extreme. And imagine there was like. I don't know, 10 bikers just going in a loop. So it's just like one, two, three, four, like 30 mm-hmm. jumps in a row, in like wow. 120 Holy seconds. Shit. And you're like, what? Man. But for me, the highlight was the Uh-oh, the four <laughs> the four person backflip. No, no, no. Let's say the, for real, like, be honest, because you're a debunker. That was a highlight for you was trying to figure out if it was real or not. No, the backflip was real, but because it's a show, they're doing a lot of showmanship things, and they're calling for volunteers from the audience. Oh, and so, like point. Doug's like standing up, raising. I want to do this. Doug's like said, six foot one, and they're let's, like, let's put this into perspective too. Just so you know, you will probably get injured, and they're showing videos of these oh, volunteers <laughs> doing stunts with people and getting fucked up. Wow. They're like, so just be clear. You will probably get fucked up. Here, so, who wants to volunteer? Doug's waving, waving his arm. 
time she's ready. <laughs> so they pull a bunch of volunteers and they took them backstage to get them ready. But then they brought them all out in full, full gear, gear, helmets, and tinted mirrored visors. tinted visors, like mirrored goggles. And I'm like, those aren't the volunteers. Yeah. Those aren't the volunteers. <laughs> of course not. I'm debunking it right now. But like, if Doug was up there, though, he would have been towering over, like, we would have been like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Doug. Like, they're but, all like, exactly the same that, size. That was fine. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, all, it's called Nitro Circus, not Lawsuit Circus. Yeah, it, it's all part of the. the, the, the that's why I said they put on a good show. It's a lot of showmanship. Yeah, exactly. But what they do is they get four people. This is a dirt bike, and the only way it's been modified is that they've put some rods Foot across pegs. the front frame so they have a place to put their feet. And wow. two guys sitting on the tank, and they're having to spread left and right so the rider, who's a third person, can see through them. And then a guy sitting like on the tail section and holding on for dear life. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, are you wait, saying are you saying this was a nut to butt, nut to butt, nut to butt? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wait, what That's did what they you say? Doing they last night. They said it over. It was a train. They said that there was yeah. a reason why they couldn't do it, and it was because there wasn't enough weight in the back or the front. Well, they said they used to do it with three people, but they needed more ballast, so they added a fourth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> up until then, he's like, he's like, only been done in Pakistan. So we had to do the math. We went back to the drawing. Board. It's showmanship, and we did the science, right. and we figured out we needed another person. Right. <laughs> but, exactly but I will say, if you go and you watch the documentary, like the Netflix, you can check out the like the beginnings and all that, and how they mm-hmm. want the tail end of um, of Jackass. Mm-hmm. But they like put Jackass to shame, and those guys come on and say the same thing. Was Street Bike Tommy there? Yeah, because yeah. like when you see him fucking earn his nickname, where he fucking tries to backflip right. the Street Bike and completely misses the fall foam, <laughs> yeah, fucking launches that. right. Over it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't All right, know cool. So, yeah, so the four people, they do a backflip. And they showed a bunch of videos of them attempting this in different cities. And, and this was the horribly, last show. Horribly, horribly landing. Oh, man. And, that guy's um, in the hospital still. So they, they, they did the flip successfully, but upon landing, the guy on the back just fell flat on his back. Ooh. I, I but, think that but, the springs popped up and he just kind of like Yeah, I mean, it's so hard to hold on when no the bike doubt. hits hits the deck. Because that's full compression at that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he just kind of... F- yeah, the whole yeah. rear tail section kind of bent down. He just slid right yeah. up. Um, but it wasn't like a horrible crash. He just kind of flunk. And the other three made it to the end of the And let me the say, course. the dirt bikes, those dirt bikes have never seen dirt. They were the prettiest, shiniest dirt bikes <laughs> I'd ever seen in my sure. fucking life. They were just sparkling clean. and um, Jealous? No, not at all. My bike's <laughs> fucking awesome. Well, kind of like the, like the bikes you were riding yesterday. They look kind of like that. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I just wanted to say if uh, Nitro Circus is coming to your town, you should go. Yeah, I recommend the show. It was it's a it's a well together show, even though I'm debunking all their stuff. Get it's the still good seats. it's good showmanship. It's a lot of fun. Um, I don't think there is a bad seat in the house well, because listen. even when you're further up. You can see more of what's going on. I would say get a center seat in the arena, and then we were in seats number. We were in row six. Mm-hmm. I felt like if we were in like anywhere like twelve to eighteen, we could see just above the top of the ramp. So if you're in the middle and at around twelve to fifteen, you could see both sides of the arena when they're going on the ramps and coming off the ramps, and you know. So I wanted I to talk about also what we did yesterday, because uh, four of us here went dirt biking. Yep. That would be Charlie, Jim. I uh, played 90s music Mike on my guitar. And, and I. <laughs> Guess that, name that tune. Yeah, name that tune. So, um, Charlie, this was your first time dirt biking. Yep. And Jim, this was your second? Second time. And Mike? Oh, I, I'm, I'm a pro. Season How many veteran. times have you been? <laughs> With you guys? 
<laughs> How many times have you been I don't know, dirt like biking? Fucking five or six. Okay. I'm a pro. I told you. <laughs> I tell you, five or six times, and you're good to go, right? Dude, I was cruising hard the first time in Metcalf. Don't forget that. And <laughs> it was bad as fuck. So I wanted to say it was it was near perfect dirt. It was that nice sticky dirt, a little bit of mud every every year. I speak jive. Every now and then, a little bit of dry dirt every now and then, but for the most part, beautiful sticky dirt. Was it cold? No, it was pretty no. nice. If you camped, it was cold. Yeah. If you showed yeah, up about ten thirty when we did, it was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we did. Good so I put trip. Jim on the XR three fifty. I was on the DR four DRZ four hundred. Is it three fifty two? Huh? What do you call it? Like the three fifty two or something? The XR three fifty. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, Mike. What did you ride at first? Uh, I don't remember. What you were on some KTM. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on a KTM two fifty. And then Charlie got put on the pink pony, the DR two fifty. Yeah, something like no, that. No, uh, not the the yeah, yeah DR two fifty. Um. So, and and. You guys got you, Charlie. You got a tutorial, right? I know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just yeah, like, Mike. I just want to go. I just want to go riding. I'm just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And we go out, and Mike's like, Yo, Charlie, you can't be leaning a bike like it's a on the track. Yo, I had to say it to him. Yeah. He was, it was funny as hell. I've ridden with Charlie before on the street, and he's you know he's pretty he's good rider, and you know he 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 definitely can hold his own. So I just assumed that it would translate into dirt bikes, but yep. then watching him and having the tutorials that I had. And then riding with him, I, I realized that just knowing how to ride a, a street bike does not do anything on the dirt bike. The only thing that's good about it is that you could, you know, get into first gear. That's the only thing about knowing how to I knew how ride. to shift. And shifting. That, that's it. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you know, it was like I had to tell him, like, dude, don't use the front brake. Don't use the fucking front I was, brake. I was afraid of using any brake. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> lock up the back tire. It's normal. You know, you're going to expect it to slide. And he's going around turns. We're on the TT track. And I am and I suck at dirt bike riding. And I'm smoking him. And I keep looking around. I'm like, where the fuck is he? This kid's fast, you know? Um, finally, I just let him go by. And I started riding behind him. And I realized that he's like leaning off the, the side of the bike like fucking Valentino Rossi. On the <laughs> TT track. On the TT like, he's going. And, I'm, and I, I, mean, I stopped right away. I was like, dude don't do that <laughs> oh okay i'm like no but like if you do that like you're like you're already gonna slip like the entire bike's just gonna go like a fucking pancake just start sliding out you know what i mean um so that was cool and i and i took him to tt because i figured the tt is where i like to go on any bike that i'm not familiar with because then you start to get the slip points on it you know you get you get used to putting your foot down and and you know it it, it i think it's a good preparation place for him i learned a lot of trial and error so how many crashes did you have charlie three <laughs> One of which was on the hill climb. Oh. Okay, <laughs> I was calling bullshit. I, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess you're both stupid enough to try it. There's a giant like a mega, hill climb like mm-hmm. you're just looking straight up. This. Is that that rocky one that you took me to where I ate no. shit? This is no. the big it's one like, from the main road. Oh, like, yeah. It's like staring up Devil's Tower. It's like staring up Devil's Tower. It is quite intimidating. Guys that are going up yeah. and are hauling, too. They're yeah. Like, oh, yeah. fucking all over the place. And Mike says he made it up like a boss. I, well, Mike, Mike, Mike made it up. He, he Charlie, did. right? Tell yeah. her I fucking did it. What bike so, were you on? I don't remember. You He's, said you did it on my XR350, which I'm yeah. even more impressed with. <laughs> In which, first gear, though, that thing will chug like a mule. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then Charlie just went, all right, and followed. No, 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 that's no. not how it went. No, 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 no. That's not how it fucking went. First of all, it was an hour of manipulation. It was and an hour of me saying, fuck that. Yeah, he was looking at me like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I, I told him with so much confidence and swagger that I was like, dude, you got to do it. Everyone well, I, it. I saw fucking five people go up, no problem. I was like, look at that little girl. She's got a fucking uh, a princess thing on, and she's flying up there. A pink mohawk, <laughs> and she could do it. So well, that, that didn't happen. Yeah, that happened, bro. It was I a unicorn. You almost passed out. That's why you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> so I know we were just saying it. Uh, you know, I was just saying like, do it, do it, do it. And to me, like I'd done it before, so I was like, fuck it, I could do it. I could do it again. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't see any reason why I shouldn't do it. And then I figured he could do it too. I said, all you gotta do is lean forward, keep it in first, you know, and just fucking just crank it out. And um, so I, w- I went up second because I was like, because I've been manipulating for the past hour. I got to like own my shit. <laughs> you got to fucking just get up there before yeah. anyone else and yep. and laugh at you. Yep. So we get to the top and then Adrian comes behind me, comes flying up. Um, CJ was first. I was second. Adrian was third. And then two other people. And then we, we, we all get off our bikes and start climbing down to the, for the top of the berm where the jump is before it you know levels out. So we could see down, and we're like cheering each other on, you know, like yeah, good job, you did it, you know what I mean, like to pump you up, you know, because it feels good. And then we're we're like we're at Charlie at the bottom, and we're like, I think that's him because it's so fucking far, yeah, yeah. and so high that you it's like a, like an ant. You're like, I think that's him, you know, and 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 then all of a sudden he starts coming up, and we're like, woo, woo, you know, and yeah. he's about a third of the way up, and uh, go ahead, you, know, you don't even know what happened. Well, I think I think I leaned back a little bit. I don't I don't know. I, I thought I was leaning forward. The so what time. what bike were you on? <laughs> I was on the 250. Okay. And in first gear? Yep, first gear I fell over. Well, what happened though? Well, I fell over and then I didn't know what to do at that point. I didn't I, you know, I couldn't bring it up. When you, you fell over you what you from going too slow? What happened? He leaned back. He really Did you loop it? No, yeah. I didn't loop it. Pretty much. Because <laughs> like, that's I, the thing is, like, we're looking down, and all of a sudden, I just see, like, front tire that's in the bottom of the bike, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know? I think he hit the rear brake, and then I didn't hit the rear... Maybe... No, I didn't hit the rear brake. Or you just killed the gas, because one way or another, you just kind of fell to the side. All I knew is I was leaning forward, I was giving it gas, and just hoping for the best. Yeah. You got to push the fucking bike That is bike a good down. strategy. So how'd you get off the hill? Because that's the hard part. Um, yeah, I didn't know what to do at that point, so... Because it's so steep, you, it's very hard to even. It's scary. It's hard to even. But Liza gave you the spread eagle advice. The sage. Like a fucking Eskimo on the fucking mountains. Totally. I told him beforehand, I'm like, hey, if you try the. Uh, spread out like a snowflake. <laughs> but if, you, if, you, if you try the hill climb and you, you stall or crash halfway up, you, you don't want to roll right down and get too much. You don't want to get speed. speed going down the hill. So you need to spread your arms and legs out flat. So so you can't roll. <laughs> Make a snowman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, I swear, Jim and I were going by and we saw somebody look like they were spread out. I'm like, oh my God, look is it Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you get down? Well, <clears throat> we we walked the bike down. No, no, no. I fucking walked down the goddamn you, you hill. You walked down the hill <laughs> and we still couldn't figure In out full how to gear. do it. Then you walk back up. Yep. It's steep hill. It's hard even just to walk up and down that hill. That's how steep it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're like holding on to trees. So So I'll tell you how I've learned how to get the bike down. Because you only can use the front brake when you're standing and the bike's just gonna slide down so what i learned is with the bike off you put it into first gear and now you're using the clutch like that's what that's what we ended up if you release Mm. the clutch it's 
acting as a rear brake. Yeah. <clears throat> Who was that that came up and That's helped? Good. CJ. Yeah, CJ actually knew what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> but I, so you're just spread eagle on the hill, just waiting for help. Well, no, well, no. Mike said, you know. Mm-hmm. He's going to walk back up and someone else is going to come. So I'm like, okay. And then fucking five minutes later, 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, whatever. No, this is what I, I, listen, I came all the way down and I was like, my idea was to try to, to get it back up, get the fucking power on. And if I can get it in first, maybe I could just get it the rest of the hill way up and he could walk yeah. his ass up there. Well, C- and- CJ rode his bike up, stopped where I was, ended up falling over as well and then rolling a little bit. And he was, <clears throat> then we both, both walked our bikes down in the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Jim, how did it go for you your second uh, time out? So yeah, second and you had time some out, nice new gear you were wearing too. I did. I had new pants, so I was stoked about that. Um, people noticed, by the way. Yeah. Speaking of which, you know, one of the cool things about that is a lot of people were camping. I'm glad I didn't because it was cold and it fucking dumped last night. I don't know if anybody heard, but I bet they got <laughs> rinsed. Yeah. But um, I got to meet some really cool new people. I met CJ, right? Because mm-hmm. I've been kind of back and forth on Facebook with him and. And so it's really nice to kind of put a face to the name. And he was a super cool dude. We talked about good entry-level dirt bikes. So we had that debate between like a late 80s, early 90s two-stroke because they're cheap, easy to fix versus you know a little bit more expensive four-stroke, which are more expensive, but you don't have to fix them all the time. Yep. Anyway, conversation for another time. But it was really nice to meet uh, CJ. And it was even nicer to meet Sarah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was really nice to meet Sarah. She was wicked cool. And uh, knows her shit, and she was really generous and like cool about everything. And she almost flipped her truck, which was cool. Whoa, yeah, yeah. dude, she took she, that fucking truck yeah. out. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> on the so, track, yeah. No, on the upper, the upper camp is for four wheeling, and oh, she took her truck okay. up there because she can't ride right now because of a back back oh. surgery back problem. And it's a uh, Baja four wheel drive truck. Oh, <coughs> dude, she loves dirt biking. I tell you, every time I've ever been there, she's always there. Yeah, she was cool. So anyway, I got to meet some new people. Yeah, she was super down and a little bit of whiskey at the end of the night, but that was cool. But um, did some writing. Your skills. Yeah, so did some writing. Um, Definitely better than last time, a lot more confidence. Uh, You and I rode together a little bit. You know, I followed you some, then you followed me. Um, But then I realized if you really want to stretch your your envelope is go with Adrian. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Adrian, can she can ride, man. And um, Lysa's like, hey, give Jim a little help on his positioning sucks. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But, you know, anyway. So I do a couple. We go up this hill, do a couple laps, and it was whatever. Okay. And I'm like, let's just ride, man. Okay. And it was goat track time. And we're going up the volunteer trails, I guess, you know, like the unofficial trails, which mm-hmm. was cool. I'm like, I'm into this. But the 350, the throttle would stick. So when you're going downhill, throttle would stick on. So you got no choice but to pull in the clutch and it's nothing but brakes. Yeah. And then trying to wait for the throttle to come down. Then you could engine brake a little bit more than mm-hmm. some. You know, anyway, you know, it's it's Liza's bike. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but it was free to me. So I was very appreciative. Um, so it was, but it was really good learning because I had to, a lot was going on. It was really technical riding. Um, really pushed my limit. Yeah, I fell over once, but that was cool. Um, no, but it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot more. And one of the reasons I'm trying to ride more dirt, well, the original reason was I want to be a better street rider. And I think, like we were talking earlier, street doesn't translate at all, right, wow. to dirt. Yeah. But like 90% of dirt, I think, will translate to making me a better street rider. Yep. So that was my original intent, was just to up my street riding game. But after yesterday, it was so much fun that... I want to ride as much dirt as I can now. And That's Hollister's cool. great. Hollister Hills is, was a fucking great place to ride. People were cool. It was a nice setup. I had a great day. So 
I had um, some good runs. There was um, a bit there where the only bike uh, available to Mike was uh, CJ's two-stroke. I think it was a YZ250. Yes, it was. And so Mike's like, yo, Liza, I can't ride that two-stroke. Can I ride your bike? I didn't say that. I didn't say I couldn't do it. I said I didn't want to. (laughs) (laughs) So you said, fuck that bike. Yeah. My knee hurt. So I had to take one for the team. Now, I've not not ridden a... um, I've not ridden a two-stroke before other than like Doug's I did one lap at Metcalf and went fuck this shit wait did you do it on the TT track (laughs) no and uh, so I'm like well I'm looking at between Jim and Charlie and Mike I'm probably the most you know likely to not crash on this thing can I say something CJ said that that bike is fucking crazy, and he was right. He, so he he had pre-warned me. He's like, yeah. dude, it's a racing bike. He's like, I've actually toned it down a bit, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? It's blue and white. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it's gonna be fine. But I said, you know, I I I, I just listen. That's what I do nowadays. Is I be like, okay, you say it's no good. I'm the opposite of my wife. I'll actually listen to what you say and you know take your suggestion. So I wrote it with a lot of respect, and um, I did find I can see the appeal of a two-stroke because on. Uh, some of the simple straightaways, I would just give it a little bit of throttle and everything would go blurry and shake. And then I'd let off the <laughs> throttle the next turn or jump. And, and then I'd open up and just, and just everything go blurry. Yeah. It was like hyper hyperspace in like Battlestar Galactica or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, <laughs> And I'm like, whoa. And there was a moment where I did probably the best riding I've ever done where we're doing a trail and there was a mud ahead and I hate mud. Was it Harmony Trail? <clears throat> I don't know. This was uh, further up on the top. I think it was up in the Rens or something. And uh, normally, I, when you hit, when you get to mud, you're supposed to gun it and go. I don't subscribe to that technique. I scream and slow down and go slowly. <laughs> so that's what I usually do. So I get to this patch of mud, but there's also some little whoopsies. And I hit that first whoopsie, and it makes me blip the throttle. And then I hit the second whoopsie and the third whoopsie. <laughs> And it kept making me flip the throttle. Next thing I know, I'm just sing, 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 just skimming right over the tops of all these. The whoops were gone. And completely aware I was not in control, but yet I was doing the best riding I've ever done. Nice. And I wasn't nice. sure I was happy. I was, I, I wasn't sure I was happy with that or not. I was like, "Wow, that went really smooth." And then there was another spot where I peed my pants. Um, we were doing uh, the trail up there, and there was another little whoopsie, and then a downhill. And half of the downhill side of the whoopsie, there was a gradual. Was there a rut in it? Too? There was a huge rut. Right in the middle. Right mm-hmm. in the middle, and I realized as I'm I coming up, and I the saw the rut. I picked the wrong path, and suddenly my wheel is just going down, and I slid forward and hit the top of the tank, wonk, and Ooh. peed myself. I just couldn't help it. It was just like this: like, am I about to go over the handlebars? See. And this you trail went down is good though. This trail is on a cliff's edge. It's like a four foot trail and oh, then a drop off. So like you don't want to mess up on it. So I was just like, ah, oh, and then I, I held it together and kept riding and I just casually rode to the next bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, over by the windmill. That's right. You did kiss your pants, didn't you? I'm like, fuck. 
You don't want to do that kind of writing when you have to pee. No, no. I thought you were. You're, I thought you were. Because I was keeping up with you most of the time, and then I thought that you consciously made a decision to go down that track because you like knew it, and you're like, oh, let's see what they can do now, you know? Because Charlie started keeping up too at the end, like as we kept stopping a lot, and then you know we'd wait for Charlie. And then he'd catch up, and then we'd go again, and we'd get to a crossroad, and we'd be like, all right, let's wait for Charlie. And then eventually he started like actually getting it a little bit better in writing. And then I was on your ass like most of the time, and then all of a sudden we got to that fucking hill, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, why? Why? Like, she's probably checking me out. I locked the back tire of that entire, I just rode the, the skid. Like, because I had to pee. And I didn't want to keep down. peeing in my just, pants. I, was, I wasn't trying to ride that road. No, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, oh, yeah, that. I can't wait to go again. And I and the th- thing that I hate though about that two stroke is it's got one of those tiny little dirt bike seats, and I have a bruised pelvis now. Yeah. It hurts to sit. It's not for sitting. No, and everyone says, "Well, you idiot, don't sit, stand." Well, I have arthritis in my knees; I can't. That's why I choose my bikes for the cushy seats. You want, you want a Harley scramble? So, but I'm happy to say, <laughs> I'm happy to say that the DRZ 400 that I bought uh, from from that Adrian, was my favorite bike of the day. Actually, That's a nice it worked really ride. well, and the seat was not as good as my XR 350, but much more comfortable than that. YZ250 so I'm happy with that bike now my favorite thing about the YZ250 is absolutely nothing <laughs> and, uh, and, and why they would create a bike like that I don't understand it was it was it just like the the, the two stroke like crazy power in yeah. that throttle range? Like like I get to a point where there was like a little berm. Like we stopped and like I didn't make the turn soon enough, so we stopped. I was waiting for Charlie, and then I was like, oh, I'll just like climb over this with the bike because me and Liza switched up, and I took it. She said her ass was hurting, and I was like, all right, fine, I'll ride the two stroke. And I get to this berm, and I'm like, normally on any other bike, like the uh, the four hundred whatever, I would just kind of like roll over the front tire yep. and then give it a little gas and get over. Yep. Uh, not this one. Like, I roll up to it and give it a little gas, and the thing just, like, wants to flip over. Yeah. And that there it's, is no, like, in-between no, or gradual not. anything it's, it, on that Because when I rode, I rode Doug's two-stroke the first time I went dirt biking. Or, yeah, fuck um, that. It, it was, no, it was cool, it, but uh, it's all clutch. It's, it's all clutch. Like, you get you have to ding, 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 and clutch it out. Yeah, I don't like that. It, it's it's. I have to say, doing... Um, uh, the same like Harmony Gate, the same road over and over. It's one of my favorite roads. Yeah, you can fly um, on that road. I got, I I can do the road very well on the XR three fifty and very comfortable on it. Then I got on the DRZ four hundred and I was actually faster. I, I realized a better suspension does make a difference. And then yeah, on the YZ two fifty, I actually was able to really fly on that. I felt because it's so much lighter, it's much more forgiving in the little turns and bumps and stuff. But still, I knew that it's like it's a bigger and bigger gun <laughs> that I'm playing with, you know. But um, it's a, it's, yeah, it's like a bigger gun with a less it, kickback. It's much more capable of doing more. But I don't want to do those things. <laughs> For night to a circus, <laughs> exactly. So um, we're closing this out. I wanted to make an announcement that knock. I don't know if you saw the post I put, but um, there's a new movie out called Hitting the Apex. It's uh, about yeah. the MotoGP. Sure. And it looks beautifully shot. It's amazing. It's actually pretty good. I've seen it. Um, cool. And it's coming here to Santa Cruz on Wednesday, December 16th. Um, but it's 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 all over the country. So um, what they're doing is there's a span of, small span of time that they're making this available. And if you go on to uh, tug.com, T-U-G-G.com, it's one of these things where if it's – 
if it's playing in your city, you can look it up and you can buy tickets. Or if it's not playing in your city, you can host an event and bring it to your city. And the way it works is you contact them and um, they will contact the theater and say, hey, can we do this one show in one night only? And if we pre-sell enough tickets, it'll go through. So uh, everyone goes on there and you... You're buying tickets, but really you're just promising to buy the ticket if they hit the number. Though almost everywhere in the country that they've put these up, hosted these, they've all sold out. And I think it's um, 85 is the number. I think if they get sell 85 tickets, it may do depend it. on the theater. But yes. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend Nick. that if uh, if you're in the San Francisco area or Santa, Santa Cruz area, you want to come down and join us on December 16th. Come on down. If not check out uh, Hitting the Apex on the tug.com and bring it to your city. It's always fun to do these movies because everyone who comes out is is a biker. And it's close to the same price as a regular movie. More, I mean, it's yeah. pretty close, so definitely check it out. I got tickets for us today, actually. And then, real quickly, I just want to give a quick movie review. I saw Spectre, the James Bond movie, mm -hmm. and I like to do movies from a motorcycle viewpoint or biker viewpoint. Um, as a biker, don't see this movie. <laughs> there are absolutely zero chase scenes on motorcycles. Damn. The only scenes with motorcycles are when he's in the Q's uh, factory where they're building all the special things. In the background, and blurry, they never focused. There was something like a Ducati or something they were working on. It was, it was pumpkin. So annoying because yeah, they didn't focus on it. I couldn't tell what it was. And the only other motorcycles were parked on a street and a car sideswiped them in a chase scene. Oh. Yeah, that's right. They knocked over like six bikes. And that that was it. So I like the, uh, the the movie's good, but as a biker review, do not see this movie. <laughs> that is my review. So, um, Zach, can you tell people how to reach us? You can find us online at motorcyclesandmisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz, send us an email at recyclemotorcyclegarage at gmail.com, and you can call and leave us a voicemail at 831 291 Five one one two, and please send us. Uh, we'd like to hear intros. I love intros. And order pizza. <sighs> Bagel, you're getting dick punched. I'm just saying. Dick Gird punch. your loins. Um, <laughs> Girded. That's gonna be 2016 near the dick punch. So again, oh. I just wanted to thank everyone for sending the emails in. We love that shit. I like our extended community because I know that there's people out there who listen and, and maybe working on their bikes at the same time, and it's so cool that we kind of have this extended network of people who I think are also, you know, misfits themselves. So, yeah, thank you very much. Does anyone else have any last things they want to close with? The SV650 is my spirit animal. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to Lorenzo, Jorge Lorenzo, for winning uh, MotoGP. You asshole, you made me lose a bet. Um, <laughs> I had to buy somebody breakfast today. Two people. Because I made a bet that Rossi would win, and he did not win the season. And so that's what I was doing in SF today earlier. Call shoot some huevos from Cheros, huh? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I want to hear about Sheila's sidecar. All I right, want to hear Sheila. how it rolls out. I'll, I'll, Sheila, I'll give you Jim's uh, personal email. And, I want to hear about give, Darius give my, Tokyo Adventures. Get, and, and get in touch with me, too, about the, the, the anti-sidecar arguments. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so on that note, I think we're ready to get out of here. This is Liza. I am Zach. This is Nock. This is Mike. Jim. Mm -hmm. Bagel. This is Charlie. And we're out of here. Cool. cool. cool.